Welcome to Bounce Back Stronger, the podcast that explores ways to find peace and purpose after difficulty. I'm your host, Donna Ferris, and today we're delving into a tool for the difficult days. Like those overwhelming days where feelings of loss, anger, anxiety, or sadness take over every minute. And I'm dropping this right before Thanksgiving in 2023 because holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, and other days like that can be really hard when you're recovering from loss or navigating a big change in your life. What tool can help on those days? Mindfulness. But before we dive deep into this subject, I want to tell you about one of my favorite beings, Jake the Wonder Dog. Jake is an eight-year-old lab hound mix who rescued me about a year after my divorce. I call him a wonder dog because he's wise and teaches me so much about life. He has an uncanny way of sensing how I feel about something or someone, even when I'm not ready or able to acknowledge it myself. Every day when we can, Jake and I take a morning walk. It's one of my favorite acts of self-care, and Jake enjoys it too, especially when he gets treats at our local coffee shop, Kathy's Coffee. On our walk the other day, Jake became really focused on a holly bush. He pushed his nose up into it and wouldn't move no matter how many times I asked or nudged him. I was starting to get frustrated, but then I noticed a small dog on the other side of the street who began barking at us, but Jake barely acknowledged the dog. Instead, he kept focusing on smelling that shrub. When the dog walked away, Jake lost interest, and we were able to continue our walk. Jake is so wise. He was instinctively using mindfulness to get through his feelings about that dog. He focused his favorite hound sense, smell, to stay in the moment rather than worry about what was barking at him. That is one of the amazing things about dogs. They are very much in-the-moment creatures, and they can forget what happens almost immediately. They don't hold on to things. They don't live in the past or the future. They mostly live in the present, and the present is where we all live. If we too can embrace this moment and the next and the next rather than live in the past or worry about the future, we would all be so much happier. But this is hard. As humans, we are wired to look for ways to survive, even if we are not in danger. So we ruminate about what went wrong in the past because we feel guilty, or so we don't experience it again. We also might worry about what is going to happen to try to control the future somehow. But the truth, the truth is the only thing we can control is this moment. Being mindful in this moment has scientifically been shown to engage brain regions associated with emotional regulation and self-awareness. It's not just a subjective feeling. There are actually measurable changes happening within our brains. Research also indicates that mindfulness practices can lead to structural changes in the brain. New neural pathways are built, particularly in areas associated with emotional processing and resilience. John Kabat-Zinn, a pioneer in the mindfulness field, has extensively studied mindfulness-based interventions. His mindfulness-based stress reduction program has been scientifically proven to reduce stress, anxiety, and symptoms related to various health conditions. So it turns out, a little mindfulness goes a long way. Now that we've touched on the basics, let's explore how mindfulness can aid in the recovery from loss. 
When we're mindful, we create a space for our emotions to be acknowledged and processed. It's about allowing ourselves to feel without being overwhelmed. Mindfulness can also involve cultivating self-compassion. In times of loss, we often carry feelings of guilt, regret, or anger. Through mindfulness, we can develop a kinder relationship with ourselves and let go of our feelings of guilt and anger, even for a moment. This helps us to acknowledge that grief and loss is a natural part of the human experience. Also, mindfulness helps us build resilience. By staying present and accepting the reality of our emotions, we develop the strength to face our challenges with greater clarity and resilience. How can we put mindfulness into practice? One easy method is to focus on our breath. It only takes about 10 breaths to slow down our minds and find peace. Let's take a few moments to try it here. Close your eyes, or if you are driving or walking, keep them open. Start to notice your breath. And just take a few normal breaths now. Maybe just notice how the breath is going in through the nose and out of the mouth. And maybe just notice if there's any change in temperature as the breath comes in and goes back out. Our lives are measured in breaths. So let's extend that breath just a little bit. Really enjoy it. Inhale through your nose and let that breath out of your mouth. And do that for a few more breaths. And as you do it, continue to extend the exhale. So inhaling through the nose, exhale out of the mouth longer. And as you keep doing that extended exhale, I'm going to suggest you relax your eyes. We hold so much tension in them. So inhale, exhale longer, and just let the eyes soften and fall. And let your jaw release. Maybe even let your scalp soften. And let that relaxation you've created drift down your neck to the place between your shoulder blades. Inhale, exhale, and let that relaxation spread to your shoulders and down the arms to your fingers. And if you can, let it drift down through your chest and your heart, your spine, and down your legs to your toes. Take a deep breath in. And exhale, let it out of your mouth. And as you keep breathing like that, notice any sounds in the room, maybe a fan or a car outside. Then notice how your feet feel on the floor. Maybe scrunch up your toes and let them go. Remember something you tasted recently, maybe a cookie or cup of coffee and notice the colors in front of you if your eyes are open or the clouds above if you're walking or driving or the light behind your eyelids if they are closed take a few deep breaths here in this moment you've created 
Enjoy the feeling, the pause, and know it is here anytime you need it. And when you're ready, come back. Maybe this means opening your eyes or just shaking your hands and fingers and maybe scrunching up your toes again just to kind of come back a little bit here. That was an example of mindfulness. Just acknowledging your breath just for a little bit and using your senses to take in the moment is all it takes. We do this sometimes instinctively, right? Like, like this week, I was away at the beach and had to suddenly leave for a business trip. The morning I left, I took in every detail of that sunrise. Every color was magical. Every bird majestic. The shells were stunning. I felt every feeling I had about that sunrise. I wanted to savor it because I wouldn't be back for a while. One of the gifts we get in loss is knowledge that life can change in an instant. And every moment we have with those we love and doing the things we enjoy is precious. It is something to be grateful for and to savor while we have it, because we will miss it when it passes. Being mindful can bring us peace, even in the darkest times, which can include holidays, anniversaries, or birthdays. It allows us to lift above the noise around us and within our minds. Even at funerals, we can enjoy the opportunity to be with those we love and maybe even ask ourselves why we don't make the time to be around them more often. Loss is an inevitable part of life, but the amount of our suffering can be directly associated with how much our minds are consumed with thoughts of this loss. What mindfulness practices do is allow us to stop the ruminating thoughts. It allows us to observe the moment in a non-judgmental way. It reminds us that in this moment, right here, nothing is harming us. And in fact, the moment we are in is pretty special, maybe even magical. Being mindful every day through difficulty can help us lift out of the weight of loss over time. These little moments can be a building block that helps the constant hum of grief lessen and eventually fade can also allow us to connect more fully with those around us. Rather than thinking of what we're going to say next, we can really hear what is being said, give others a safe space to be heard. In the end, it is those moments we will look back on, and it is how we will be remembered. But this is hard to do. It takes practice for us to slow down and make this second nature. But even a short practice like we did today is enough to build a lifelong practice. I will record a separate episode of just that practice so you can listen to it anytime you need it. And if you're interested in learning more about mindfulness or other topics related to finding peace and purpose after difficulty, my contact information and book and event links are in this episode's description. Hope to hear from you or see you at an event soon. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode was helpful to you. If it has been helpful, please make sure to subscribe, drop a review, or share it with your friends and family. That's the best way to get it in the hands of those who may benefit. And if my daughters Sienna and Sylvie are listening, I just want you to know how proud I am of you. And I love you so much. Bye now. <laughs>